0: we're not talking about Wendy's. No, that's right. <laughs> Although, what's better than a Frosty? Oh, it's like liquid styrofoam, but it, damn, it tastes It great. really
1: does. You know what? It uh, why is a Frosty so much better than McDonald's milkshake? Because they're both just garbage. I think texture is a part of it. Yeah, It's, it's a weird texture. Well, it's so close to soft serve. It's right on the edge. It's right on the edge. It's got a little more ice crystal action going on now.
0: This year, this is a swing and a miss. We're just getting yelled at a lot. Tech in general.
1: (laughs) Not a great year for tech.
0: It's just getting yelled at a lot. Well, first of all, you got...
1: I mean, look at what you got. You got Amazon doing The Bachelor, where everybody has to audition for its love.
0: You know, I'm kind of okay with that process, because honestly, frankly, without it, it's pretty opaque, and, and frankly... The, the fact that co- cities had a chance to say something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Corporations was, travel around. It's like, oh, we're just here for a conference. And they're like poking around the city and doing little, it in a very underhanded way. So I, this was
1: cool. It no, was open. I, everyone got to publicly debase themselves. They on. eBayed the cities of America. Yeah, it wasn't so great. But anyway, they did it. It sort of hasn't created the warm, loving press hit that they were hoping because they split the headquarters into two different places, and now they got people. I mean, New York City is just complaining already because it's what we do; it's our sport. True, and so everyone's just preemptively complaining about Amazon as quickly as possible. New York City is just like, who can get in there and find the most things to complain about as quickly as it's rapidly? Like a cab. That's our. That's our game. That's our prices. Right. Like when a cab splashes the rain on your shoes.
0: That's right. That's well, New they, York City.
1: They're gonna have a helipad. You know so so anyway you would think
0: this is celebratory that that didn't happen no. then you look back and again uh this was a rough year in terms of the indictment of technology in terms
1: of how it insinuates a lot our, of itself appearances into our before lives congress a lot of congress typically and, the tech companies that go before congress that have like you know xr5 technologies and it's like why did you put yeah. Or Monopoly. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, but it's like, why did you put Skippy Peanut Butter in the, in the Blackbird engine? You know? They're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, well, you, know, yeah, you said right. you put fuel Safety in. stuff. Or, and or healthcare.gov. There were different big firms. There was just like, why didn't yeah. you do a good job? But here it was, why are you demolishing the pillars of our society? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and then Mark, Mark Zuckerberg sat on that, that booster seat and said, yeah. I will help you. We're going to work yeah. this out together. Yeah. But dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Not do, you so... know, do You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> keep, and and we're all
0: guilty, by the way. Let's, let's throw that out there, including
1: government, including individuals. I don't think we're all as guilty as Sheryl Sandberg is right now. I agree with that. Yeah, um, I feel yes. like they, they peel off the skin and then there's like another mask underneath, and you're like, oh, well, that's the final mask. Yeah, every time with Facebook, like we're going to find out that no, actually, they have put little tiny intelligent cockroaches in your house, and yeah. they, they are watching you at all times.
0: There's a an op-ed in, in the Washington Post. Some woman, I I forget her name. She, she. Essentially, the headline was, "Okay, so you leaned in, and now you're in, and that didn't mean you get to shit on everything." No, (laughs) it was
1: essentially the lean lean in. You lean in so far, it's planking. It was
0: actually an angry woman saying, "You know what? You, you were the story, and like part of her argument in Lean In, by the way, is that they're gonna bring a better moral compass." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two leadership.
1: Yeah. Uh, And here we are. But, uh, you know, though, actually, Time Time Magazine called that, I think in 2006 or 2010, they made the man of the year was you. And this year it really was. (laughs) (laughs) The man of the year was your privacy just getting slowly milked away. What could it be? It could be the thumb. The, the Facebook thumb, the thumb Facebook might be thumb. man of the year. Yeah. Or just, yeah, I mean, you, you, we thought we had it all worked out with Snowden and, and it was the government watching us, but it's yeah. everything, watching everything. Here's where I think we're all guilty.
0: Imagine walking in, you have a three-year-old, and you walk into your bedroom. You haven't seen the kid, and in, 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 it's too quiet. If you, Anyone who has kids, yeah. if it's a little no, too quiet, quiet and they're three, there's something going on. Okay. You walk into your bedroom, and there's lipstick all over the walls, all over his face all over his legs yeah and he just looks up at you it's so <laughs> quiet <laughs> and look that kid is guilty right and you first off you didn't know that that kid was capable of creating that much destruction yeah so
1: Point one. Well, Facebook honestly, you, was... You did know, but you just really wanted to sit in the other room and look at your phone for a few minutes. That's what happened, right? We also just wanted to look at the casserole coming out of the oven. Facebook's not a bank. It's not. You put a certain amount of money in a bank, it is insured by the FDIC. The reason for that isn't that the banks are like, hey, let's work together with the yeah. government and make sure we have a good plan here it's because the banks imploded so many times and and so many people lost so much money there needs some oversight yeah. but there's oversight and this is where we're at with this stuff like there there yeah. clearly needs to be some kind of structure here where if i give you all of my data about all my life and all my friends correct, correct. you won't sell it to some weird anti-semitic you know pressure group right and what you
0: saw was the times dressed Dressed them down pretty bad. They've been gathering the shit yeah. for six months, Yeah, and this that's ca- the it job. just came out. And this is bad because I don't think it was just about the technology and what it did. It was also about how they scrambled to cover it all up. I no, mean, it's
1: there were some really important moral inflection points, and what they did is they they acted like everyone says big companies act. They. Covered their Those ass. The classic. Yeah. They tried, to, they tried to hide what they did. And they hired PR yeah. firms in opposition. They use their money and power. Mm-hmm. You know what blows my mind is this. they have unlimited social spend. They could do anything to fix their PR. They're social. They could literally. <laughs> How do just, we do social? <laughs> that's the thing. They could dump yeah. $2 billion yeah. worth of messaging onto their own platform. Just message everyone. And, just uh,
0: shower thumbs and smiley. You know, the, the giggly face. Remember, they added like different expressions. We
1: made a little mistake and we want to tell you all about it. And everyone would be like, well, you know, at least they owned up to it. Yeah. And instead, they're just hiring like Mephistopheles and son PR agency. (laughs) Just some ugly shit. Yeah. Dark PR kicked in. So Amazon, Facebook, how Google do this year?
0: You know, Google dodged it a bit. I mean, Larry Page didn't come to the thing, but he was skiing. No, it wasn't Page. It was uh,
1: Sundar. Shy that guy okay. that was supposed to go, All and right. then
0: uh, he didn't show up to the, the Senate thing. But you know what? I gotta say, he's like, you know what? This is gonna be three days of heat for not showing up, and yeah. probably six weeks of heat if we do. And Everybody
1: then, does the calculus yeah. now. Yeah, the what was the other one? Uh, they killed Google Plus, so that's over. That wasn't that's not year in review. No, I, I know, <laughs> but well, it is a kind of like the idea that Google could ever compete directly with Facebook is dead,
0: and that's I think Google's thinking, you know what. We're gonna stay in our wheelhouse there. Google's product line, by the way, their platforms across mm. yeah, Android, they're, they're Photos, Gmail, Drive. I mean, they're just a they're true everywhere.
1: Global ecosystem.
0: Uh, Docs and 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 Sheets are excellent, but they really don't know how to like show.
1: The list of documents no. <laughs> in a proper manner. This is a real issue. I, you know, it's bizarre. Well, first of all, Docs and Sheets are excellent, and I really enjoy the one to one point five new features that they add every year. Like, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, you know what? I want to do this specific thing, and sort of she- in Sheets in particular, you're like, oh, there's that one formula I used to do in Excel like ten years ago. They Surely they
0: have it by now. Yeah. So they're doing good work, and I feel like it was kind of a quiet year for them. The other kind of thing that I think kind of cropped up and people have been talking more and more about and is uh, screen time. I think it's coming to a head a little bit with kids and just worrying about what it's doing to their brains. There's a lot of and,
1: dynamics here too, right? Where you've got these giant platform companies that are very, especially advertising driven Yeah. for the phones. You know, spend more time, engage more, engage more, engage more. And that push, that drive is is not... Yeah. You know, I, it feels like a story arc is repeating itself here
0: around, you know, the industrialization of food was uh, relentless, right? I mean, it was it, the oh, crackers yeah. and it's the cheese. Jam, trans fats and, into, and, yeah. And there's pizza that's frozen that when you put in the oven for eight minutes, you get dinner. And no, it was we, just... And then there was this incredible backlash, right? And now everything's
1: artisanal, and
0: and even Campbell's soup has to now like use different typography to make it seem like they, you know, it was packaged down the street. Right. So I think there's this reaction to all that efficiency and industrialization that occurred, and I think that's starting to happen in technology right now. I think people are are saying like, you know, what I just want to look at my neighbor's face, Mm -hmm. is their actual face, and I get. The appeal and the addiction around this stuff, but there is something very sort of, and I'm using the word organic, not in a food sense, organic about relationships and communication that is just so much more appealing than sort of the the mass production assembly line pumping of thumbs and well this is real the most
1: meaningful relationships and the most meaningful time in your life is not spent with the device sometimes it's wonderful because you can read and research and think reading is great i mean you know we talk to my we the kids talk to to my mom every week uh but no i mean the the most meaningful time i spend is with people with my children here with you with this company with my wife yeah those are real interactions they're not improved by mediating them with a screen Exactly, exactly.
0: And what you worry about are young kids who are, they're, you know, they're, they're a strong means of communication for them is Instagram and their status right. on there. And then you've got, and we should talk about it, I think it is a 2018 thing, the explosion of Fortnite.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it is really a is. phenomena all its own. You so, should talk a little bit about it. So Fortnite is a game, and the way the game works, it, it's actually based uh, or – there's a complicated genealogy with Fortnite, but it comes uh, from another game and then they mixed in these ideas from player unknowns battlegrounds and the idea is you kind of not like, oh, sure you're helping people no I know <laughs> like what you've got is a hundred people on an island and only one survives you know it's it's that that's the game multiplayer and you log in and, and you very social yeah, you play and you talk to your friends and you do little dances um as a character and yeah. this is. I don't even know the numbers, but they're just the kind of numbers that you, you, you try it out and you're like, oh, as many people are playing this as are playing all other video games combined. It's that it's kind of It's a phenomena. Fact. So you're looking at something that's on the scale, closer to the scale of like YouTube or movies. It's
0: a, it's a phenomena. Yeah, it's massive.
1: It's huge. And it's absolutely taken over teenagers. My son uh, learned, he's never seen it, learned all the dances and he now dances as he goes from in real to life. Rome. It's a level of infuriating that I, I can't even tell you. Nice to get physical activity going, though. Oh, you're, you're just like, just get the seltzer. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, you know. <laughs> um, and so, uh, by
0: the way, people spend money. This is not you. Don't buy this for 1995, and you're done.
1: No, this is a juggernaut. I mean, this is just a, This is an economy. Well, how how do you spend
0: money? And to me, the the parallels between this and like virtual money and Bitcoin. No, and this all is that all right. is you're, real. You're,
1: you know, you're buying your your upgrades and your clothes and your things. Yeah. And you're, you know all the various Googles that feel really good to people who play the game. It's accessories. Yeah. To this character. In the game, you're but also in, you. I think they don't really give you too much of like a game advantage. It's mostly about representation. Like that's right. You can't that's buy right. your way to success. You have to be a skilled yeah. player. Right. And so
0: I, I won't. For, I'll never forget when we had Aaron Lammer on the podcast. Uh, I was pressing him on the legitimacy of, of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and I said, "But you got to tie it to something, some real value, some natural resource." And he looked at me. He said. Somebody spends ten dollars for a sword on a game. Yeah. And I had nothing to say.
1: No, it's real. I mean, this is a this is just to me, Fortnite though, it's not a surprising thing. It's like, oh, okay, that game really caught on. They they got that one mechanic. Yeah. They nailed the aesthetic and it's got teenagers really excited. It spread yeah. like wildfire. And mm-hmm. it'll eventually peter out. Yeah. And uh it's just okay. It's it's like a I know mean, there's almost there needs to be a word for like a kind of like a meta or hyper fad, like something that isn't just quite so faddish in that it's not like a, you know, a crazy skirt that everybody wears for one season. It's isn't. not going away in 90 days. No, it's no. not like that, but it is definitely it's that kind of viral dynamic. And then it becomes a place to live and, and it's a shared language and a shared experience. And it's gonna define the teenage years of the the kids who are playing. Yeah. So I think that it's it's been a year of... Although we should also point out, by the way, two things, blockchain and machine learning. Blockchain has had... Blockchain hard, kind of shit the bed this not year. Not a great year for the yeah. blockchain. Yeah. Um, I just,
0: you know, I think it's... Funky coin and funny coin. It's a rough time. It's a rough time.
1: Here's what I see is that the technology just isn't landing. It's not fast enough. You can't do enough with it. And so unless you're bought into this particular vision... Where long these, term long term, and these transactions are really meaningful it's slow to transact. you know there are some things like Steam it and there's a few others that are still successful, but they're on islands they don't They don't penetrate and connect to the larger economy and so you know, going into two thousand and eighteen, everyone was telling us no, no it's going to be okay and and but we're not seeing many Bitcoin companies coming to us we're not seeing a lot of traction there well and I mean it doesn't uh, mean... it's this, still in a confused state,
0: yeah, uh, and I think that the the trust level. You need to start to to build and compound trust for a thing to start to leap into audiences that are fine with not understanding all of it. That's right. And they're they're not there yet. And no, there's and a still couple too, products where you can trade that look pretty good, but it's just yeah. not.
1: I, if you told me, hey, Paul, do you know, program this? You know, make this. I yeah. Wanna, I don't want to reach for blockchain technologies first because yeah. they're slow and they're a pain. Yeah. Like unless there's a real motivation. Yeah and a real specific reason i'm just not going there and so what blockchain doesn't do is it is taken into account the incredible passivity and indifference of humanity yeah it was able to kind of coast on greed for a while but now it's got to be Run out of steam what's got to be easier rather yeah. than harder it's still harder uh that could change machine learning is the other big one that's the 2018 story if anything that's probably the technology meta story for 2018 it's it's not something that everybody uses, except actually we all do. We use it all the time, every day, on you our phone. These things in your houses that you're talking to now, right? That's not to say you got little special chips on your phone. Like everything, it's everywhere. Yeah, that's different. Like the fact that data is being interpreted and run through models that are built by programs, but are not programmed directly. So the computer is doing a kind of programming and filtering for you. Yeah. That it's taking those inputs and getting smarter with them. Yeah, I mean, I've used the 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 this prefix a bunch of times. It's like the most meta thing that could happen. It's the computer doing computer things based on parameters defined by by programmers. Whereas before, it all used to be kind of one to one. And so that is, you know, interesting. Well, it's also, I mean, it's your Google Maps and your and your street directions and your voice recognition and yeah. like all it's these deep. We,
0: we could spend a podcast really diving into what that means. I think for a lot of people, machine learning is like, oh my God, they equate it with AI and robots. And it's stuff. not magic. It's not it's magic. Not magic it's, and
1: I think it's worth a discussion. It's just pattern recognition at a much faster scale. Yeah. All right, so that's 2018 well, in the world.
0: I think I'd sum it up. I mean, machine learning is, is, is kind of, for me, optimistic, but I think it's a year of suspicion and
1: hesitation towards the impact of tech, whether it be your privacy
0: or your attention span. You have
1: a political climate and a cultural climate where the worst problems of technology are just amplified. Yeah. You know, the use of a platform like Facebook for propaganda and then the propaganda is racist or anti-Semitic because of the kind of moment we're in. Yeah. You just see the, 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 fracture point so clearly yeah and it sucks like you're just like oh well yeah i guess if if enough bad actors show up this can really be put to evil purposes and then you have you know people who are multi -multi multi-billionaires saying well we just our job is to democratically connect two billion people and you're like what's this yeah and that sucks like the pr reaction isn't enough when you see your entire culture crumbling and that just that created a really hot Painful place where I don't think, I also don't think in general Silicon Valley is is great at owning up to, it's a, such an optimistic place and there's yeah. so much wonderful stuff happening with machine and learning. Real and real wonderful
0: blockchain. stuff does come out of it, but I, here's why I am optimistic is generally, historically, we tend to lunge back splash water on our faces and react pretty aggressively to this stuff and rather than just becoming zombies to it i think there's seeing that start to happen
1: there's a cultural dialogue where people are like you know basically you've got people in the west coast going regulation is impossible you can never regulate this this is only going to grow you have to get out of the way and there gets to a point where the rest of the world goes no we need some rules here because i can't be sure my children are safe yeah and, and you're seeing that in Europe more aggressively than in the U.S. We'll see it here too as time goes on because yeah. we, it, if you impinge on people's basic ability to live in a society, like that's that's not the that's not good for technology. <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> not a good thing. So there'll be there'll be changes there. So in in our world, and we should talk about our 2018. What kind of year did we have? And we had a great year as a company. We had a great year as as a growth year for Postlight. Um, yep. We continue to grow.
0: We continue to see. It's sort of collective personality and identity take shape. We're kind of stubborn in terms of our views about tech and design and and whatnot. And I'm I'm proud of that. It's a little confusing to people, but we continue to do well and that feels good. It's worth noting that for Paul and I, we've sort of watched this place kind of grow on its own. We kind of pushed the ball up the hill, and now we, we're, we're we're just watching it roll Well, this is year three, right? And it's and year three, we, and it's, We validated
1: uh, the hypothesis, is what I would say. Yes. Like, this is a platform-focused shop. It does a lot of outreach. We have a culture that is internally defined. We are pretty consistent in terms of who we are, how we represent ourselves to the world, the kind of events that we hold, uh, the kind of values that we put forth. And we have a good and growing client list. And more and more, I find myself... Not having to convince people that we can do the work or that we should be trusted. People see the client list and they go, okay, yeah, you can do this. And I'm talking to the founders and they, they've put their reputation here. So I, I think we'll we'll keep talking. Yeah. I'm very proud of how we think about solving problems.
0: Sales for us is really not sales in a classic sense, which is really cool. The people here have sort of made their own place for Paul and I it's more and more passive in terms of watching post-light kind of be self-selective. And, it's, and you know,
1: we're again, we're talking about kind of dry things, but the big change in 2018 is we just have a little more process.
0: Yeah. I we mean, have, we're growing. I think yeah. once you grow enough, it, you can't say, Hey, Everybody, let's go in a room because you're sales,
1: eight. sales, which is our world, right? Like we meet on Monday and we say, what, who are the clients that we are talking to and who are potential clients? And next steps. And then we meet again on Friday, on Thursday or Friday usually. And, and then we talk it through with next steps. We talk through each relationship and we talk about ways that what are the risks that we see mm-hmm. and how could things get better? And it's, it's dry. It's just corporate stuff. But it really, yeah. I mean, it, you ease into it and it defines your week and it makes us better.
0: Here's here's one thing that's weird and this is this kind of speaks to the the nature of running an agency is the minute you rent you land something of meaningful size you pause and you worry that that piece of business is too important to the firm and can make too much of an impact you start to react and I'll give you a, a clear example we were very media heavy early on And we made a conscious effort. He's like, we can't be the media agency only. Sure, we'll do it and we'll do it well, but we got to be more than that. So we made a very concerted effort to move beyond media to other sectors. And then when we landed some really big whales, we were like, okay, congratulations. That was awesome. Shit, that's a lot to hang on one client. Let's diversify. This
1: is real. We have a weekly meeting and there are a few exercises you do. You say, you know, what if that client goes away tomorrow? You know, is the firm safe? Yeah. And if you get any signals, you you don't even want, you don't want like, oh boy, wow, we're going to have to figure that out. You want to see if you take it away that you still have months of salary in the bank and that you're in a good place. There's a metaphor I love to use because if you think about that, it is very
0: rational to be hesitant in this type of business. It's very rational to be defensive and hesitant. So how do you grow it? Mm-hmm. And I have this analogy that I, I, I really like to use. If you're going real fast in a car and yeah. you're about to hit a turn, your inclination is to slow down. You don't want to go off the cliff. You slow down, mm-hmm. right? But the way I like to think about it is, uh, you ever play those games where you drift? Yeah, sure. Uh, and it's kind of exhilarating. Yeah. What you're essentially doing is not slowing down. You're sort of slamming the wheel to the left, That's right? right. And what happens is you lose a bit of control and you're actually, you can't control the drift. That's physics doing its thing. And that relinquishing of control is counterintuitive to growing a business, but it is actually how you do it. So what you're doing is you're leaning in, you're being aggressive because you're not slowing down. But what you're doing is also relinquishing some control and saying, I know exactly how this is going to end, I think, pretty much, because... I have a sense of how physics works, mm-hmm. but you really are losing control. Uh, and what you're doing is you're saying, I don't want to reduce speed. I want to keep going fast, but I have to give up some of that control to do that. That is one of the trickiest aspects of running a business like this that gives you this level of visibility. Very hard to say, oh, I can see fall of 2019. Let's let's be direct with everyone. If you're running this kind of business, you cannot see fall of 2019. No, you can't. You simply cannot. can
1: yeah, there's nothing here where we can go. Oh, you know what? Kick we, back. <laughs> well, we make wreaths, right? So we better get ready for Christmas, right? You know, or you know, we may, oh, you know, we want to we want to diversify, so we should right. make uh, stuffed turkey wall yeah. hangings. Yeah, it's like walking into Dwayne
0: Reed on January 8th. Yeah, and there's Valentine's Day stuff everywhere. That's right. There's none of <laughs> that ba- here. What are
1: the What are the rules of this business? Right. First of all, no business gets done in August. That is a rule that we've seen the market mess with us on that. We've landed business and all, but generally but for everybody's the most gone. It's small yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like Agreed. no nothing large or significant lands in August. Everyone's yeah. out. And the smart thing to do for an agency is probably, you know, like if that's a great time to take your vacation. Instead, what I like to do is sit here and go, nothing's coming in.
0: Yeah. Nothing's We're coming screwed.
1: In. We're totally <laughs> We're in screwed. big trouble. Paranoia is a healthy thing. Could be looking at the ocean. Yeah. But instead yeah, I'm yeah. looking at my email where there's no email. Yeah. Um, Holidays are usually pretty quiet, but there's always a hum. Somebody's always kind of getting ready for next year. <sighs> Budgets, yeah. Uh,
0: Got to get spent. And God
1: then, bless. Then January comes around, everyone kind of realizes they still have a job, and then by February, usually things heat up a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I would say mid-January. It starts to animate.
1: It's this very reactive calendar that we live by.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, in fact, Europe actually in August actually shuts down. Yeah, there's nothing there. (laughs) There's nothing by Um, law, I think.
1: So there's that. We can sort of, there's a very broad tea leaf kind of reading. But for the most part, it's it's a lot by feel. That's for me, you were in an agency for years. But for me, that's been the last three years is getting that instinct. And kind of knowing... What's going to have some forward motion and what isn't? Like sometimes people are coming in and they say, oh, you know," they're trying to figure something out, and yeah. you help them, and then you yeah. know, you if you're going to hear from them, it'll probably be six months later. Yeah. So just these. That's are th- just you
0: got to keep the swirl. Paul, tell me about garbage in front of the net. This is an actual sports
1: phrase. That's right. It's a. It's from the sport of hockey. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. You're creating chaos. That's right. You're creating
0: confusion and chaos because it's actually really hard to get. The pads are big on a goalie. And the
1: puck's just going everywhere. And it's just kind of
0: everywhere. Just... And the pads, if that goalie's big and he kind of makes himself
1: a square yeah, it's if he stands like soccer a where the Where the goalie has to run like 45 minutes to get the ball.
0: And he's got to jump. And you ever see like a goalie tips of his fingers in soccer, moving that ball just enough to yeah. get it away from the goal? Yeah. Hockey's kind of weird, dude. The, the yeah. pads—they're not. They don't look. They look like a robot. So basically, you want to confuse this person. You want to confuse everybody on the other team. The defense yeah. is like, where is it? Where That's right. is Where's it? Where's the puck? And then suddenly. And then I, I've been to hockey games, and I, frankly, I've been in kind of the cheapish seats. Yeah. I can't tell when they say so everybody's like, Brr! No <laughs> and everybody jumps on. up, and I just can't make it out. Rangers it
1: was, games are terrifying. Rangers games are wonderful. They're terrifying. To close out this analogy, if you want like to feel like a dude from Jersey is about to punch you it's in the wonderful. face, it, it's wonderful. Yeah, the, it's like if you took the movie Goodfellas and scaled it to a stadium. <laughs> that's what it's like to go to a Rangers game. It's an aggressive game. place. Yeah. So the um, create chaos, create as be, much possible let's opportunity. Be clear. We're not creating chaos.
0: You know what I mean by chaos? What I mean is if you look up and down the pipeline, it's a bunch of eight percent.
1: Yeah, that's right. You, that's what I. Well, mean. this is this is the big lesson for me of the firm, which is that you'd think my job was to deliver software platforms. My job as a co-founder of Postlight is to increase the number of options available to this company. Yeah, what options are available to us these days compared to the beginning of two thousand eighteen? I think we have better uh, we have better outreach. People know a little more about us. We have a new website website for this this podcast that's right we have this podcast so i mean people we have ways for people to find us that they didn't have before yes we published a white paper upgrade which was written by you yes so where it's storytelling has been a big part of it and honestly a lot of it has been just continued close relationships with existing clients and then Mm -hmm. they start to tell their friends
0: and an hr group that really sharpened its ability to react quickly and recruit and help us find people into postlight where in the beginning it was like
1: post everywhere yeah mm-hmm. no i don't that is true everything that we're doing we tend to know why and what the goals more grown are. up that's right yeah. and it feels like uh the team in general is is connected to the firm and helping drive success into the firm yes and, and that is a great place to be and uh, honestly uh better than I could have ever expected like I think things are going very well in 2019 we're going to challenge the hell out of this place we're going to we're going to sort of keep putting our foot on the grass not necessarily just as an agency we have a lot of big plans yes Um, exciting but we'll announce those and share them maybe with the rest of the company before we put them on the podcast yes absolutely if you want to hear them you should probably come work here Paul it's been a wonderful
0: journey while Technology is now, there's a lot of suspicion and I'm doubt really about w- its value. Yeah. There is no suspicion and doubt about Postlight's value.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God, what an ad. See that move um, right there? I think we've done pretty well. I've wanted to kill you probably about four times this year, which is down from last year, which was probably was more like 14.
0: That's a big. Future. That's a trend. That's a strong downward trend. Yeah. No. Trend. You're doing really good. Thank you, Paul. That's. I'm. I'm, I'm glad. The rich that rating. You're the, okay with the me. little
1: notebook where I write down all the things <laughs> that make me so angry. I'm in incredibly occasion. proud of what we've pulled off in three years. I am too. and We're sitting way. at some tables that I wouldn't have expected us to sit at, and I'm yeah. proud of that.
0: So on that note,
1: Postlight. <laughs> hello at Postlight.com. Uh, and
0: just we don't need to pitch Postlight because we kind of pitched Postlight <laughs> yeah. for 12 minutes. Thank
1: you for listening to this we're, very long. Ad. We're
0: a digital product studio in New York city we do great technology work and design work and we some great clients have have proven that out for us goldman sachs vice media the obama foundation have all been wonderful clients for post light
1: you know a key thing about this podcast what's that paul it's one of the main ways people get in touch with us one of the main reasons people get in touch with us and please keep doing that that's right that's right if you're saying to yourself should i recommend post light to my friend just start writing the email (laughs) just go ahead yeah we are write the email you can cc us at hello at postlight dot com. we are uh, we yeah. are ready, and we love that people who listen and get to know us think that that we'd be a good match for projects that their friends have and when they get asked yes. for advice.
0: So everyone, we hope you had a good year. We hope you have a great year ahead, and thank you for listening and yeah. for joining the party here.
1: Get in touch, come to an event. It's great when people come in from out of town and come to a postlight event. I love that. It's really great. Like every now and then uh, we just hired someone who came to an event from Spain. Yes, from out of the country. Pretty which is exciting. Really cool. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. Have a great week and year. That's right. 2019. Here we go.